So, when did counseling stop being about problem solving? Well, not anymore. Introducing solution-focused counseling with the unlicensed counselor. And now, here's your host, Steve Moak. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of The Unlicensed Counselor. My name is Steve Moak. I am The Unlicensed Counselor and grateful, as always, to be here, even with this little scratchy voice thing we got going on today. I uh, did a couple days skiing up in Park City, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if I just had a little too much fun or yelling or laughing or talking too much. I don't know, but got a little little puberty twinge in the old voice today, right? So I'll have a little fun with that, which should dovetail right into our topic of change, right? I wanna, I've been putting some thought into this. You know, we all have so many points in our lives, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, annual, whatever it is that there is change. And, and some people tend to handle that well, but I want to talk about why change is hard, ways to cope with change, and some pros and cons around change as well, too. So I just think it's important. I mean, you know, we all hear the cliches of change is constant. The only constant is change, you know, all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of truth to that. But let's also think about how, you know, maybe we can become better with change. And I am I am one that, again, I come up with these topics because this is stuff that I think about, that I deal with. You know, you've heard me do other episodes on routines and things like that. So it's like, you know, I like my routines. The episode was called Benefits of Routines, but today I want to talk about change as well, too. So be interesting and uh, bear with the old pipes today as we power through this uh, puberty voice episode of The Unlicensed Counselor. So good times. But before we dig into all that, I want to say thank you to our friends at ShareTech. If you've listened more than once, you've heard me rave about the at-home drug and alcohol screen. That is ShareTech. Go to betterdrugtest.com and pick up one of their at-home drug and alcohol screens. Again, this is a laboratory-based test. So you provide the sample at home in the privacy of your own home. You ship that sample into a lab where they give you an actual report back. So they test for the most number of substances. They tell you the levels of the substances in that, uh, in that report as well, which is a very important piece of information. And then they tell you if that sample has been tampered with as well. So big thanks to our friends at betterdrugtest.com. Go home or go somewhere online and pick up that test. Also, always want to like to plug the Youth Drug Abuse Prevention Program, the nonprofit that I co-founded with a group of gentlemen. Go to the stopstartshere.org. Just follow us on social. I don't need to say much about it on here, but trust me, it is some really cool content that we're getting ready to push out, and you're going to see our message really spreading nationwide. Follow us at Hard Stop Official. And uh, last but not least, the old plug for the Unlicensed Counselor, we launched that YouTube channel last week, and I think we're up to, drumroll please, nine subscribers, right? You know, (laughs) a thousand mile journey begins with a single step, I think it's Confucius says, right? Well, we've got nine steps into that journey. So hey, if you get a chance, go over to YouTube and type in the Unlicensed Counselor, give us a follow, always appreciate it. So, okay try and get through some of the ad stuff uh, quick, fast as well, too, because I do think this is an interesting topic. So, you know, let's just think about change. And as I'm talking, think about a particular instance that's maybe coming up in your life, you're in the middle of right now. And again, change doesn't have to be divorce or job or having kids. I mean, those are the big obvious things, right? Change can just be a modification to your routine, to your diet, to your exercise. You know, we always think of change as this momentous thing. And that's typically what, you know, is normal to think about. 
But if you don't have any of those things going on in your day-to-day life right now, think about small things about change and how maybe you could shift perspective. So just apply this to kind of whatever change is either going on in your life today, upcoming, or could be upcoming as well, too. So change is really hard for people to, to kind of a variety of reasons. It could be psychological, biological, it could be social. So understanding why change is challenging can help in finding effective strategies to cope with it, right? So first I want to just go through why change can kind of be hard. And these are just the list of ideas that I came up with that maybe you have some more on your own that you can throw out. Uh, in, again, as always, post to socials where... So number one on my list of why change is so hard is fear of the unknown, right? You know, people fear what they cannot predict or control, and this leads to anxiety about potential negative outcomes, right? So if you don't know what's going on, that's a big nervous. It's almost a paralyzing place a lot of times. It's like the, the uncertainty and that anxiety that comes with that. You know, I challenge you to kind of look at it as, as an opportunity as well, too. If, you know, maybe there's some really good stuff on there. You know, maybe there's going to be some tough stuff, but then you're going to come out more resilient on the other side as well, too. You know, we talked about the necessity of pain last episode. You know, it could be a good one to listen to as you think about some of this as well. The number two thought I had around is why change is so hard is that that loss of control that we have, Right. So that change can make people feel that they are not in control of their circumstances. So you're going from, you know, this job where you know you get there, you know the boss, you know the coffee, you know your parking spot, you know the lunch breaks, you know the people, you know everything, right? Now you're going into this new thing and you just, you don't feel like you understand what's going on. You don't know your place in this. You don't know how you can control certain things in these variables. And again, that just increases that anxiety, Right. So if you just don't feel like you have the control over all these things, that's going to increase that nervousness. Right. Again, I encourage everybody to lean into these things as well as you're thinking about these things. And next, we're going to talk about ways to cope with, you know, the change in your life as well, too. So number three on the list of why change is so hard is that it's getting out of your comfort zone. Right. I mean, that's a, it's kind of a no-brainer, but people develop routines that provide a sense of safety and stability. Change disrupts that comfort. Look, you know, as I started the show talking about the benefits of routine in that episode where I talked about routine, I'm a big routine guy. I intentionally disrupt my routine so that I don't get too settled into that, right? I don't want to get too comfortable in that routine. And again, that could be from an exercise standpoint. If I'm doing the same thing over and over again, let's go do something completely different, right? And break that little mold, shake it up, kind of forces you to rethink, get out and do something different. Go, you know, hike a mountain if you normally do running. Go swim in a pool. Like just mixing things up so that it kind of breaks some of that up as well, too. These are small little things. I always talk about, you know, when I do these episodes, it's like, we have to practice a lot of this stuff. And this is a good way in a small way to just practice kind of challenging yourself, stepping out of your comfort zone. Not everybody has to go out and start a podcast necessarily to step out of your comfort zone. But if you do, go for it. I found a lot of benefit out of it. Number four, the biological factors around why change is so hard. Humans are hardwired to prefer familiarity, right? The brain's habit systems resist change. We favor knowing patterns and routines, right? That's just typically how we are hardwired. And that's why, you know, I think so long and generations kind of before us, people would go to work at a company and be there 30, 40 years. You just, you have that 
control, you have that security, you have that pattern, you just know exactly what's going on. You know, you come home, you have your dinner, you go to the bar, you do whatever it is, and we just get into these things and life just kind of happens, right? I think there is just a hard wiring of when you're doing that, that moving away from that is challenging, right? It's just when you get set in these routines, and again, they're not always bad, but it is difficult when you have to change then, right? And, and, and change is inevitable, folks. Let's just start you know, being a little more proactive when we're thinking about it so that when change does happen, you're not so surprised and blown away by it and it just you know, kind of knocks you off your platform. Understand that it's going to happen. You know, big, small, it's coming and it will continue to happen. So I'm just a big fan of kind of leaning into this and kind of that mentality of it's going to happen, right? No big deal. You know, we were out skiing. I, I was skiing with my uh, with my daughter and, and family this this last weekend. And, you know, she is a sweetheart. She's an angel, you know, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time. But we were out skiing. She's doing great. We're with the cousins. And then, you know. We just, she, I tried to help her kind of down the mountain a little bit and something set her off and, and she had a blow up, right? You know, <laughs> she had a blow up and just kind of went off the rail and, and, you know, I was like blown away. I was like, wow, you know, I've never seen this type of behavior before, but it's like, well, things are bound to happen, right? I mean, this is challenging, new, exhausted. She went home and took like a four hour nap, which she never does. So, you know, you know, change is going to happen. It's, you know, just expect it. And, you know, for me, I was kind of like blown away, but I'm like, she's barely four years old. Like I shouldn't be expecting her to just, you know, be perfect, not perfect, but on the mountain and have no, you know, it's like, again, it's your expectations. It's your, it's your thoughts and all these types of things factor into that. But as I'm sitting here reading this, I'm going, yeah, I, I, of course I should have been accepting that. She's barely four years old and on the mountain. So anyways, number five, and why change is hard is that it's that loss of identity that goes along with this as well. You know, these significant life changes can threaten one's identity, a sense of identity or belonging, like who you are, where am I? You know, this is stuff that I've dealt with over the last 18 months since I've transitioned out of CEO of the startup that I built as well, too. You know, when you were building in, in my world, you know, you build a company for six, seven years it really did, and I don't think I understood this entirely before, it became your identity, right? You know, who you were, it, it was wrapped up in this entrepreneur, startup, you know, you know, win at any cost, like this you know, drive, 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 you know, kind of thing. And then when you step outside of that, you know, which is a huge change, you, it's almost like you're in space. Like you just, you're kind of floating a little bit. So that change... While, because I didn't change, I didn't go from that to like, oh, I'm just stepping out of this and taking another job, right? It was like, okay, now I've got to decompress from a lot that I won't get into today uh, on, on, on how to unpack what all went on in that to who I am now, what I want to do. You know, that's that loss of identity of being the CEO of a business and the startup and the drive, drive, drive to, okay, what am I going to do now? And that really took time and effort. And it was almost disorienting for a little while. We were just like, man, I, I didn't realize while I was in that that, I was, that that was kind of who I had wrapped myself into. So it's really interesting, you know, but that is why change can be so hard. And that was a really big, big and hard change for me to understand. 
So those were just kind of the first top five reasons that I, I listed out around why change is hard. Now let's take, uh, let's take a second and talk about ways to cope with change right after I take a sip of this because this, uh, this voice is going crazy. All right, good stuff. So number one on ways to cope with change. So let's start by talking about understanding your feelings, right? Acknowledge that your emotions are going to change. They're about to change. Understand why you feel a certain way, and that can help you address those feelings more effectively, right? So what to me that means is taking a step back, right? So let's talk about, you know, me stepping out of my role as a CEO of the company that I built for seven years, right? Why, why was this so hard for me? I mean, yes, you know, it's a change in position and, you know, change in income, but it was really the fact that I had wrapped who I was into being this kind of startup, this leader, this decision maker, this, this person who gets to call the shots and all these types of things, you know, I don't think I fully understood all that when I, I, no, let me say it again. I definitely did not understand that when I stepped away and how much I was entrenched in that. So I had to look, and it took me a little while to do that and understand the feelings, and, and that started to help me cope with the change as well too. And I, I stepped away from that business. There were a lot of different factors going on at the time as to why I did that, but you know, nonetheless, I had to really look inward and go, why is it making me feel like this? Why is this change? Because I've had a lot of changes in my life. I've, I've gone to treatment. You know, I've stopped drinking. I've been married. I've been divorced. I, you know, change, I embrace change. But this one got to me more than others. And it's like, why did this particular thing impact you so greatly? And I think for me, it was that loss of sense of identity, right? It was like, oh, you were this. Now you're not that, right? So when people ask me today, what do I do? You know, what, what's the answer to that question, right? And it's like, oh, I used to be able to say, I'm CEO, you know, now it's like, uh. So, you know, it was just a real unpacking, but that took me a while. It took me a while to, to embrace that and understand why, why that was so challenging for me, right? So next up on ways to cope with change, number two is, you know, establishing routines. I had to establish new routines, right? And I think this is great for everybody out there that's listening to this as well. So creating a new routine in the midst of change can provide stability and a sense of normalcy, right? You know, this was a huge thing for me, not just from the job, not just from the divorce, but for all of it. I really looked at, you know, at 43, 42, 43 years old, you're like restarting your life over again. You know, you're transitioning out of being this, the CEO, you know, you're getting divorced, you've got married, you've got a daughter now, you know, you've got a whole new life that you need to build what are you about to do? And for me, that was, as I've said before, that was about creating new routines primarily around exercise that was running, that was lifting weights, that was hot yoga, that was eating healthy, that was leaning on my friends a little bit more because when you're married, you kind of lean on your partner a little bit more. So kind of talking to my friends and family a little bit more, getting back into counseling as well too, and just really shaking things up. I didn't do all of those things overnight, by the way, but I started doing them slowly and slowly and slowly. You know, I started running, then I started lifting, and then I started, you know, talking to my friends or saying yes when they invite me out to go golf or have dinner or something like that, you know, even if I didn't really feel like it at the time. So I started to create these new routines. I launched a podcast during that point in time as well, too. So clearly, I, 
I said, you got a new, you got a new spot in your life. What are you going to do to kind of build off this so that you're not just staying stuck? And I did. I went out and found new ways and new routines that kind of helped me rebuild the foundation for where I wanted to build off in the future. So, you know, that's something to think of. That's just examples from my life. You know, if you're going through one of these major life changes now, think about ways that you can go create a new routine. And I suggest maybe you go to a, a new gym, a new place, a new coffee shop, new something, just to kind of reset yourself and find your own space and how you want to kind of build your new life, right? And number three, I just touched on this as well in terms of ways to cope. You know, seek support. You know, I turned to my family, I turned to my friends, I turned to counselors. You know, these were all supportive people, not, I didn't like all the advice I heard from time to time, but it was at least me putting myself out there and, and meeting with folks and people that I trust and respect. And again, I got back into counseling myself, you know, the unlicensed counselor, I sit and tell you, I don't go every week, but I do go monthly and I sit and meet and, and discuss kind of what's going on, what's going on personally, what's going on with the family, what's going on with the ex, what's going on with whatever I need to be talking about. And I found that support and I leaned on it as well, too. And as I've said in many other podcasts, make sure that you have that support system, network, friends, family, clergy, counselors, whatever it is in place in your life so that when the changes happen, when dramatic events happen, you have that safety net to kind of reach out to as well. It's very challenging when stuff is going wrong in a hurry to then try and cobble something together. You know, I encourage you to know who is a real friend, who's someone you can trust, who's someone you value their opinion of, and have that in place so that when stuff goes wrong, because it can and will, you'll have somebody to turn to, right? Number four on ways to cope, focus on the positives, right? I'm big on focus on the positive. It's so easy to find all the negative and stuff. So be open, uh, excuse me, try to identify and focus on any positive aspects or opportunities that change might bring. You know, I was talking with my ex the other day, right? You know, for good times. Actually, we get along pretty well now. It's gotten much better over time, as things do, by the way. Um, you know, and, and we were talking about some of the stuff that had happened in the past and what kind of, you know, I think it, in, a, in a healthy way. We we're talking about this in a healthy way. And, but then there was a point in the conversation where it was like, and again, I'm trying not to take things too personally. Another episode title from one of these, right? Not to keep plugging all this. But it was like, okay, 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 I get it. Like, it's easy to focus on the negative. Like, we both did crappy things and said mean things to each other over time. I really like to accept that things have happened, right? Acceptance is the answer. And if you go into the AA or recovery world, there are a lot of isms and that's one that is. Acceptance is the answer. But now let's try and focus on what positive, you know, in this example, we're talking about change. So what are some of the positive outcomes that could happen from this? You know, you could now, if you're getting divorced, you're gonna have the opportunity to date new people. Right. If you're getting a new job, maybe you could have career path or opportunities or better finances or, you know, increased networking or more travel. If you like, you know, there are lots of things that you can't necessarily see when you're right in the midst of that change. But what I have found, typically you're like, oh, my gosh, that is so much better and neater and greater than I ever thought, because that change is scary. Right. And when you're going through it. So keep that in mind, again, if you're going through this, of like, let's, there's going to be some positives, and there may not be positives that you're going to see right now. 
either, right? So just keep in mind that you've got some positives that are going to be on the horizons, but try and seek them out. So it kind of gives you that North Star of where you're going, but understand that you may not even be able to see them all from where you're sitting right now, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try and focus on them as well. And number five for ways to kind of cope with change, let's stay flexible, right? As we're going through all this stuff, there's a lot. You're going to be dodging, moving, you know, a lot of things coming your way, right? Be open to adjusting your plans or expectations can make it easier to navigate change, right? Let's not try and be too rigid. Let's not try and be too, this is what I have to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Things are going to come your way. You know, in, in my world right now, I, it's really neat. You know, I, uh, I've started to put myself back out there into the startup community and things, and I've had a couple different opportunities come my way or I'm like, wow, okay, I didn't, I didn't really see that coming. I was kind of heading in this direction and, and kind of pursuing this one opportunity, but it's like, oh, well, wait a second. I think I should actually spend a little bit of time thinking about over here or, or maybe this new opportunity is presenting itself or whatever it is. If I was just had the blinders on kind of going forward in one direction, I think I'd be missing some of these other opportunities. So I'm really trying to stay flexible, be open, understand that just because I had a plan and thought I was going this direction, something could be coming completely out of left field and is worth listening to and want to stay, you know, make sure you don't miss or let that opportunity pass you by. As you're changing, stay flexible, stay aware, be open, all that kind of good stuff. All right. Last but not least, I want to just talk about some quick pros and cons on the old uh, on the old change, right? It's going to happen. There's some pros. There's some cons. Let's hit it real quick. You know, cons. There's stress and anxiety, right? I mean, look, we all know this. It's going to be stressful. It's going to be anxious. It's going to make you anxious. Let's try and not drink and drug or smoke or whatever our way through this. Let's try and stay present as you're going through change not coping with this, running from it, hiding from it, hoping that it'll go away is never going to get you, you know, moving forward as well. So that's obviously a con. You know, there's going to be loss associated with change as well too, right? So when you change, you're probably losing something. It could be a job, could be a relationship, could be a familiar setting. You know, this can lead to feelings of grief. It's okay. You're allowed to experience those feelings. Just understand you can't stay stuck with them, right? So it's totally normal to feel sad, to feel lost, to feel like, ah, you know, but there are ways to move forward from that. So understand that. The only thing that I'll say is just make sure you don't stay stuck there. If you find yourself after weeks or months and you're still feeling that, that's where I would consider you stuck. So you might want to reach out and find some professional help or some support or something like that. Last on the con side, look, there's uncertainty. Right? You're just going to have to accept that the uncertainty comes with this. That change can be paralyzing. It makes it hard to make the decisions and to move forward. Accept that. You don't have to do all these things today. Right, As you're going through the change, just, just go easy on yourself. Take it easy. It's going to be uncertain. You're going to feel stress. You're going to feel loss. Roll with it. Roll with it. You're not going to change everything tomorrow, even the next day or the next week or the next month. One step after another, start making these little changes and you're going to see those progress. And all of a sudden, you're 90 days out going, oh man, this is, my new apartment's great. I, you know, I just went on a date with a girl that was really cool. You know, this job is actually better than I thought. It's given me some more flexibility. I get to spend more time with my daughter. You know, whatever it is, just know that there's other positive stuff out on the horizon. Now on the pro side of this thing too, 
You know, growth and development comes from change, right? I mean, it just does. It's a hundred percent fact. You get at, you know into that you know comfort zone and you start changing. Growth and development happens. It forces individuals out of their comfort zone, and you're going to get some personal growth. You may get some new skills, and you're going to come out of this better, right? Change when addressed properly can lead to significant growth. Change when you stay stuck or using or drunk or high or not moving forward or just spinning, that's not going to get you anywhere. So really try and look at it as a positive, as an opportunity for that personal growth as well too. Just try and put these thoughts into your mind as you're going through change or if you know that it's upcoming and just go easy on yourself as well too. You know, the next pro is there's new opportunities that come out of this. New doors will open that wouldn't have been available to you otherwise. You know, when I stepped away from, you know, being the, my startup CEO and the business that I built, which the business is doing fine now, right? It, it didn't close its doors, right? It didn't shut down just because I wasn't sitting in the chair, you know, putting, you know, on the phone with clients and things like that. New opportunities have come out. You know, but again, I, I took my time. I kind of healed from, understood why I felt the way I did from leaving that business and then started to put myself out there. And I'm going, hey, I'm valuable. I have assets that are valuable to other businesses. And you know what? Maybe I can do even better. And I have an idea that maybe I can start something new or whatever it is. So just know that even when you're in that changing time, now, there's some cool stuff that could be out there that you just don't have any idea of till you kind of step aside, close that door, and now you're looking at what may, behind, may be behind that next door. And the last one on the pro side is, look, you know, increase flexibility. So facing change can improve one's adaptability and resilience. So making future changes are easier to manage. Now that you've gone through change, you understand that, oh, wow, that was... I was terrified to start that process and look at me now I'm more successful I'm happier I'm healthier I'm more balanced I'm, I got more financial stability you know blah, 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 blah. maybe your ability to adapt to change in the future is going to go up right because now you've proven to yourself you've gotten more confidence you've gotten more resilience from having gone through that then maybe you're able to take some more risk or maybe go through or take on some of these challenges or changes that maybe before you might have been a little bit shaky on so look, change, despite its challenges, is an integral part of life and growth. Start to think of it that way. If you take anything away from this episode today, when you start seeing change on the horizon and you're looking out there, start thinking opportunity. Start understanding that it may not be easy, but it's going to be worth it. And if you can start to plant that seed in your mind as you're going into it, I think the likelihood of successful outcomes goes up exponentially. So... Had a little bit of change on my mind lately and just thought I'd share it out there to the old unlicensed council world. So hopefully you got uh, some good nuggets out of that. Something to think about, you know, post tag me at me at social media. I'd love to keep this conversation going online as well, too. But that is all I got today. Again, my name is Steve Moke. I am the unlicensed counselor. Until next time. Thank you very much.